0: End to end is back, episode number thirty-one. Uh, probably just gonna talk some standing predictions, uh, future bets, Flagger's future bets. We're gonna be talking about in episode number thirty-one. Here with TV Joe and Flags. I uh, ch- decided to change up some nicknames, but you know, favorite show Overdrive does it, so why don't we do it? And, uh, boys, good. how you guys doing with the, How you guys doing with the signings? You think
1: they're good or what? At Brock uh, Besser signs mm-hmm. this
2: week, three-year deal, five point eight mil. Uh, that's a good deal in my opinion for vancouver
1: yeah there's a lot of like three-year deals that were given out especially to like defensemen even like mcavoy got three years at just under five mil as well so i think i don't know a lot of three years for defensemen i feel this year
0: yeah the, the fact that mcavoy like 4.9 million like the bruins just couldn't give him five million like they had to give him 4.9 like really
1: I know, it's like, here, like we'll give you $5 million, now, won't, now right, you won't. Now you're right. Like, it <laughs> makes zero sense. Um, and they also Honestly, got Carlos signed a, up.
2: That McAvoy deal is pretty good, I think. It is good. They're I wish it
0: was good, longer, though. though. Yeah,
2: but I think um, after those three years are done, I think he'll probably sign for bigger money. Oh, obviously,
0: sure. 100%. And especially um, with Thomas Shabbat signing his big-ass deal. He's an RFA next year. He signed for eight mil, eight years, which is, I think, a steal of a contract. I think it's a great deal as well. He's yeah. gonna be worth at least ten million dollars in like a few years, because I would assume he's gonna win some Norris trophies with that good Ottawa team in the future. Not right now, but obviously in the future they're gonna be better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a steal of a contract since, as well. And Brester. we're on the topic
2: well. of defensemen, Dustin Bufflin, he's uh, <laughs> he's not um, reporting to the Jets camp or anything, uh, so they suspended him. Uh, basically, I think what they're doing there is because they're spending him, um, if he doesn't report to camp by opening day, then Winnipeg mm-hmm. like uh, drops his contract, basically, from what I understand. Uh, and then they'd probably lock up Line a and Kyle Connor, I would imagine, if they had the cap space for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a smart move by the, the Jets, I think.
0: Well, yeah, they're kind of waiting things out with yeah. Buffalo, right? Yeah,
2: I, I'm. I think he will end up coming back, but hmm. I, I don't really know. We'll see. Well, he could be I'm suffering over.
0: from like, um, what's it called, uh, mental Incussion? health? Mental yeah. health with all those injuries he suffered. Like, I, I, I don't. He played less than forty games last year. No, with all those injuries, like he had four separate injuries yeah, all of last year. Something like that. Yeah. So it's gonna take a toll on him once in a while. But yeah, I mean, I feel kind of bad for Buffalo if he does retire because. The Jets actually really need him on defense because they don't have a lot.
1: They'll have no one if he doesn't come. That, that's the problem. They like, will have a Morsi. Team. Yeah, they'll have they'll have Morsi who they obviously just locked up, and that's about it. Like I don't know who else would be Neil there. Pionk. They have, like Pionk. Was that Sammy return? Niku? Yeah. Pionk is not that good. He's okay. Niku He's, yeah. was AHL defenseman of the year, so like I think he could be a good defenseman, but not now. Like kind of yeah, just started this yeah. give him a couple yeah.
2: years yeah
1: Mhm. um for buff it, the only thing that was kind of dumb about this is that like this didn't happen during the summer like it happened opening day of camp he just yeah. didn't show up basically mm-hmm. like yeah he had all summer to kind of like i guess do this and like contemplate his thing talk his future but yeah and it kind of screws up the jets lineup right now but again like it's all on his own terms like if he can't do it no more, then he shouldn't force himself. I know people are like, yeah, he's getting paid like 14 million over the next two years. It's like, yeah, but for some people it doesn't matter. He's made a lot of money already and he can't do it no more. The physical toll then can't just can't do
0: it. Uh, The Jets are handling it, handling it really good as Flagger said, because it's like kind of like real work is what they're reporting. Like if you go to a job and you call in sick for a few more days, and then once you reach the maximum amount of days, you have sick days, so you've taken all those sick days up. Eventually, you have to go back to work, correct? So mm-hmm. that's what Dustin is doing right now. He overextended his uh, personal leave, which was granted to him by the Jets, and uh, now he needs to report back to camp, or else he will not be playing in the NHL this year.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you guys want to talk about the, the way, Brock Besser sign, or no?
2: I, I just wanted to Brock mention the Jets, are, the Jets are paying 22-1 okay. to one to win the Cup. Don't recommend that, but it's good value, I guess.
1: but yeah, they won't, I, I don't even I think
2: they're going to be a, if if Dustin Buff doesn't return, they won't be a playoff team.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I would find it very hard to see them in the playoffs if Buff isn't there. they will like basically one defenseman there from last <laughs> year that played full time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Myers he was injured too. <laughs> left, yeah, Myers left, Truba left, Ben Sherratt left. So that's three of the top, and then Buff. Yeah. So that'd be four of the top five. It's so so not so easy to replace. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, not good for the Jets. But a good thing for the uh, Vancouver Canucks Brock Besser is signed. Uh, He's, well, not locked up long term, but three years, $5.8 million, uh, which is also a steal of a contract for Vancouver Canucks. Um, Mm -hmm. They're going to be a lot of firepower on the forward group for their Pacific division. Uh, They got a lot to compete against with the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, San Jose Sharks, and Calgary Flames. I think they should be in the conversation for playoff talks, but we will continue that conversation later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't yeah, we just guys, get into feel? it right now? I guess, well, okay. what do you feel about the signing? I mean, it's good. Like, Oh, it's the, a good signing, for does sure. That make, does that make Mitch Marner look like an idiot? Uh, I would say um, it, maybe it, it, it makes Brock Besser look
2: like an idiot because <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> he settled for that little of a deal. I think.
1: You're really going to see if Mitch Marner's deal looks bad as if Rantanet signs for, like, under $10 million. That's what I'm thinking, too. End point. Like, if they both yeah. sign for, like, five, six years at, like, 8 or $9 million, then then it's horrible. Then
0: Dubas really gave in.
1: Then Dubas would have lost all three of the contract negotiations. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's we'll, a good we'll deal. Signing is a good deal for Vancouver, though. Because um, Besser, he'll be at the first line. Oh, yeah. uh, right-winger. He just, just for sure. yeah. he, will. he just has to stay healthy. He uh, He has to
1: stay healthy, I'm sure he will. All right, let's get into our uh, standings predictions, then.
0: Uh. Yep. Sure. Uh, last week, we kind of predicted the kind of the top fantasy players and who to look out for in your draft. So uh, we'll look out for teams now in your standings if you're betting or doing all that stuff. If you're picking players on certain types of teams that are going to go far and have an impact on their team more for playoff teams, then – Uh, look out for these teams, so we'll start with Joe with the Atlantic Division
1: Alright, the Chiefs just got a touchdown
0: (laughs) Oh, live live in the studio talking about
1: football I got money on Baltimore in that game Alright Okay, so the Atlantic Division I have Tampa winning again because they're just too damn good not to win it, unless like there's massive injuries or stuff like that, but I don't see that happening. They have tons of depth. So I see them winning. And then I think I mentioned this in our previous predictions video, like in July or August, I think the Leafs will finish ahead of Boston this year and finish second in the Atlantic. Then I have Boston third. So I have the Leafs here because I think the older players on Boston, they had a long uh, like cup run and they had a short off season. So I think like they might get off to a slow start. I feel, Kind of because they didn't have like a full summer to train and like rest. So I think it might impact them in October, November, and then the Leafs will kind of take over and just not give up the reins to the second wild card. The only thing I have a problem with this prediction is that Leafs currently don't really have a good backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they, like the Toronto media is saying like Anderson needs to play less than 60 games, which means the backup needs to play like 20 to 25 games. So I don't know if like Hutchinson or like Neuworth are good enough to like win a lot of those games. Like I don't know, I haven't yeah. really seen them play that much. But like I'm I'm gonna give the hand I'm gonna give the upper hand to the Leafs right now. My predictions. So I'm gonna have Tampa Leafs and Boston finishing top three in the Atlantic.
2: I yeah, completely go agree like with it. that, and Vegas also agrees with us, Joe, because Tampa is the favorite at plus win that division, and then the Leafs are the second favorite at plus two seventy five and the Bruins are plus three twenty five uh to win the Atlantic division so three favorites in Vegas are our three favorites to to finish one, two and three
0: Flager's best bets brought to you by Bodog <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> I'm not
2: giving away bets but I'm just saying what the odds are um yeah.
0: what 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 are you what's your opinion? what on do you the think? Me? I just said yeah. I agree
2: with Joe. Tampa, okay. number one, also Leafs, agree, number oh, yeah. two, and then Boston, number three.
0: I also agree with that uh, That standing. No... Uh, maybe Maybe Florida can jump in that mix if they really turn it on this year. I mean, they only missed the playoffs by a couple points last year, and they added a lot of key guys for their depth, especially in net with Bobrovsky. Maybe they're going to give Boston and the Leafs a tough time this year. But, again, Boston is Boston, and the Leafs are the Leafs, and Tampa is Tampa. So they have this firepower up front. You know they're going to score goals. You know they're going to defend well. You know their goalies are going to be really good all year. So, yeah, uh, Tampa, Leafs, and Boston for me as well.
2: I think that's really a no-brainer. I think is going to win that division hands down probably.
0: They better win uh, that division. They have so I much hype. I think
2: they'll probably even win the Eastern Conference again. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's move on to the Metro. This is going to be a close division, I think.
0: It's going to be a really lopsided division because you don't know if teams are going to be good enough to make the playoffs or bad enough to not make the
1: playoffs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect example is Carolina last year, a complete lucky. They had a lot of skill up front and a lot of good defensemen, and they still have a lot of good defensemen on the roster now. But, man, you don't know what the hell is going to go on the net with that Peter Morazic and James Reimer tandem.
1: Yeah,
0: But, uh, yeah, we'll start with Joe again.
1: Okay, if you wanna go with me again, I got Caps finishing first in the division, followed by the Flyers, who made some pretty big changes this off season. Some good changes. They had a Kevin Hayes at a embarrassing contract, <laughs> yeah. but having Kevin Hayes is better than not having him. I exactly. Guess. Yeah, yeah. And then they had—I think they traded for Niskanen. Mhm. They s- traded for De- someone, De- Justin De- Braun. Braun, yeah, Braun. Someone and- embarrassing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Braun. he's not embarrassing he's solid and then they like locked up Provorov connect me so i think those yeah. guys will be better than last season especially Provorov had it down here um i just see them and i think if Carter Hart could take that next step and be their starting goalie like f- for now and the future then i think they'll become a good team like in the near future especially if he finds his game so i have philly in second and then I know I'm not really high on <laughs> yeah. the Penguins, but since the Metro is such a crapshoot this year, with so many teams getting worse, or I think got lucky last year, I have the Penguins in the three spot. I mean, I can't always, I can't count out Crosby and Malkin. I know they got worse, but um, I can't count those two out yeah, until yeah. like they're in really deep decline. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm harder. gonna have the Pens in third.
0: Yeah, uh, player, I got... you want to give all your bets?
2: Well. I could give odds for those three teams to win the division okay, real quick. Uh, so, you, you said Caps. They're favored to win the division at plus 350. Um, these odds are from Bodog, by the way. I didn't announce that before. See, Flagger. Flagger, um, best
0: bets by brought to you by a Bodog.
2: Um, anyways, uh, and then you had Philly, you said, number two. Uh, they're paying 9-1 to to win the division. Uh, I wouldn't bet that at all. I don't think they're going to win the division. I'd say Caps, for sure, are going to finish first. And then the Pens. Um, they're the second favorites to win that uh, metropolitan division at plus four twenty five. but caps at plus three fifty that'd be my best bet in that division for sure. that that pays pretty pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, my predictions though for this division are a little bit different, actually a lot different. I agree that the caps are gonna win the division, metropolitan. um, but then I think might be a surprise to you guys, but I think the devils are gonna come second in that division. They made a lot of a lot of big changes this offseason. I think really their team looks playoff worthy for, for, for sure. Maybe even um, they could even possibly win the the division, but their goaltending is really going to hold them back. And we've yeah. talked about that before on this episode. They have yep. Corey Schneider and Mackenzie Blackwood. Schneider used to be a great goalie. <laughs> uh, he kind of fell off the map. And then you got Mackenzie Blackwood. He He's not... A starter at all I don't young, they need to yeah. they need to trade for goalie or something they need to get a new goalie there because both Schneider and Blackwood Schneider's washed up and, and Blackwood's not not a go-to uh number one so mm-hmm. that's really the only thing that holds them back from winning that division then in number three I would agree I'd say probably the Pittsburgh Penguins would finish third in that division what do you think yeah. Thomas
0: yeah mostly the same I have the Caps winning I mean You have Ovechkin, you have John Carlson on the back end, and you have Holpe in net, so it can't go wrong there. Uh, With the second-place slot, I do think that either one of Pittsburgh or the Philadelphia Flyers will lock up that slot, just because, you know, as as Joe said, uh, Pittsburgh has Crosby and Malkin. You can never doubt them. They have Letang on the back end. And Murray's also a question mark in net, but, again, he could also just turn it on this year and absolutely steal games for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And with the Flyers, they added Kevin Hayes, and like Joe said, It's better having Kevin Hayes than not having Kevin Hayes in your lineup. So the contract is not that good But again Kevin Hayes will make a solid impact on their team And I think just the Flyers had enough of just this non-success with their organization I mean in goal they've never had a goalie a number one goalie since probably Ron Hextall back in the 80s and the 70s and I think Carter Hart could be that next one to step up and be the uh, next best king and goalie to step in a league like Carey Price did a few years ago, so hopefully the flyers can bank on him this year
1: and hopefully they could get second place in the division so if you would have like pittsburgh and philly swap places second no third. no like
0: just either either one at the second place slot but i do think those would be 2 3 uh, or 3 2 whatever it doesn't matter okay. what
1: place yeah so we were kind of having this conversation before we started recording like like we said like a lot of the metro teams got luckier they got worse so i think like We talked about, like, Carolina, but, like, even the Islanders, like, they got so lucky last year. They had amazing goaltending. They played, like, the best defense in, like, the league, and, like, they don't even have that many good defensemen. It's more just the system they played. So that's why we don't have them here. And then, also, the Columbus Blue Jackets lost, like, three of their best players, including their starting goalie. So, like, it'd be almost, like, a miracle if they were to make the playoffs, honestly. Like, if they make the playoffs... I think Torzhud would win Coach of the Year, Hmm. (laughs) but um, and then like the Rangers, they improved a lot this off season, but I don't think they're there yet in terms of forwards. They have a decent decor. I mean, their goaltending is like Lundqvist and like Gorgiev. I don't know how (laughs) good Gorgiev could be. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if Lundqvist will get that four hundred fiftieth win either. (laughs) Oh my god.
2: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, we've been waiting for that forever.
1: Yeah, and then, so yeah, those are the other teams. And then Carolina, like their gold tennies a question mark for sure. Well, since
0: we're kind of talking about the bubble teams here, we'll kind of go in the uh, the wild card kind of division placements, whatnot. Okay. Um, I guess, again, we'll start with Joe.
1: Okay, so I'm <laughs> going to have, this might be some bias, but I might have Montreal in either the one or two seed wild card, doesn't matter. I can flip it with the other team as well. Um, they missed the playoffs by like two points last year, mm-hmm. and they would have made the playoffs if they were in the Western Conference. So from that point alone, like I know like they had like players like Domi who had career seasons and like, I don't know if it will be repeated, but like I think if they continue that trend, if Duran could put together a full season and not like 50 games, <laughs> Yeah, Cook and Yemi could take the next step, I don't know. I think they could make some noise. They got here. some good prospects. Like, I'm not expecting them to be amazing this year whatsoever. I think in a few years, when they have Paling and Suzuki and Josh yeah. Brooks up, yeah. then they could be a good team with Domi, Drew Ann, and people like that. So, again, this is probably some bias here by Montreal. And then the second spot I got Florida. They made a ton of changes this offseason. They brought in Joel Quinville, who's probably the best coach this decade for sure. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And then they signed Bobrovsky to solidify their starting goaltending, who's still in his prime, so they can't go wrong with Bob. Mm-hmm. And then they signed Strawman on depth for D. I think they signed Brett Con- Connolly mm-hmm. as well. Yep. So they added some forward depth as well. I know Mike Hoffman's a UFA after this season, so we'll see what happens to him. But for this season, I think Florida improved, and getting Bobrovsky a massive step forward for that organization. Yeah. And if Joel Quinville can kind of turn – Ekblad's career around oh, my into being the number one overall pick that he was five years ago, then I think they'll have a good shot at making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, going to Montreal, actually, Um, I saw the Ryan Palin concussion, whatever thing that happened to him. What the hell happened there? I don't know. Was got, it a hit?
1: He just got decked, yeah. He I stayed I in the game. It. Yeah. Got a, a nice assist or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he just... The next day, like, yeah, he has a concussion. Like, yeah, That's hopefully he's not out great. for long
0: because... The- I th- I would think the Habs need him in the lineup, dude. The guy got a hat trick in his first ever game.
1: I know. So I'd want him there opening night, so
0: exactly. hopefully it's just a minor concussion. Well it says indefinitely, so I don't know what how long that
1: is gonna yeah, be. Yeah, they did, there's basically like no timetable right now. Yeah. Just out, still about, yeah.
2: There's still some time before the regular season starts too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he's back because he's really good to watch. He's freaking fast.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh Flagger, uh, you wanna my, do some bets and stuff?
2: Uh well no I don't have odds for wildcard oh, okay. spots but um right. I think honestly I think this wildcard race is pretty close. If I had to pick three teams I would agree Montreal and Florida Joe. But I think um I think Philly sorry not Philly, um I like I need to pull my notes. <laughs> yeah, so I had in the metro I had um Washington winning and I had uh the devil yeah. second and then I had Pittsburgh third. I think Philly is gonna be one of those three teams that will be in the wild card race. Uh I don't know. I think I know you guys both think Philly are gonna make it into playoffs cleanly in the Metro division, but I, I think they they're gonna be a, a wild card team, I think. I think they're gonna be borderline. Um Okay. I'd probably Montreal's looking pretty good in the preseason right now. I know the preseason <laughs> Means yeah, shit. Like, means I don't even watch the preseason to be honest because it's just it doesn't mean anything really.
0: It's boring for the fans, man. Like, yeah. anyways, I
2: know Montreal is looking good in the preseason, but I don't think they're gonna crack it. If I had to pick two of those three teams, I'd go Florida is gonna finish in the first wild card spot, I think, and then I'd go Philly in the okay. second wild card spot.
0: All right. Uh, I guess with me, I'll go uh, maybe in the first slot. New Jersey, I mean, we just talked enough about it. Flagger thinks they're going to come second in the division. I think they're going to make wild card because of the offense uh, talent they have. They have a plentiful amount of offense, and they have P.K. Subban on the back end. It's just going to help on the power play a lot. And then for that second slot, I think the Florida Panthers will be in there uh, some way or some form. They added a lot of players. We already talked about it. So uh, maybe the Devils and the Florida Panthers. And I know, like, during the offseason, we were really high on the Rangers, but I don't know. Like, no. I, I, there's going to be a lot of teams fighting the wild card. It's not going to be easy uh, at all in the, in the uh, Eastern Conference for these mm-hmm. Eastern teams. But the teams yeah, I that I, uh, I think are just, like, not even going to fight for that, those spots are Detroit, Ottawa, and uh, if Buffalo can kind of get their goaltender situation figured out, until then, they're not going to be fighting for that spot.
1: Yeah. yeah. I actually agree with all three of those. Yeah, I, I want to there.
2: talk about the Rangers, though, for a sec. I don't think, although they added like um, Panarin, obviously they have caco now, uh, and that, that Vitali Kravstov guy, he's a rookie too. Uh,
1: he Panarin. What? They signed Panarin this offseason as well. Yeah, I said they added
2: yeah. Panarin, caco and then Kravstov, who will be pretty good in the future. Um, they're still, they're not going to be a playoff team, I don't think. We're not going to see them in the playoffs this year.
0: They're gonna fight for one a spot, but if they get in, good. If they don't get in, oh well. I mean, at least you fought for that spot, and you just yeah. got to battle for next year.
2: I guess right, that's it for the East, right? Let's yeah, move on like to, to, the West way way to the West.
0: Oh, I thought we were gonna talk about the crap teams. They deserve some spotlight.
1: Okay, yeah. like, to who's gonna finish level. last place? <laughs> Who will finish last. or
0: Detroit. <laughs>
2: I don't think Detroit will. I think it'll be Ottawa. We rip on Ottawa, Ottawa so much on this freaking
0: podcast. They deserve too.
1: to get ripped. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. The best You're thing we've right, done in the past like two years is signing Shaba. Like let's be real. Yeah. Like literally. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that is that is true.
0: And I guess keep Craig Anderson as their starting goalie just for nostalgic reasons. Yeah, the guy's like a fossil out there. Literally. Like, oh my God, bro. He's been victimized by Austin Matthews so many times, like holy crap! Matthews yeah.
1: just scores a ton in that building. Never mind. My gosh, he just scores a ton in Ottawa.
0: Like, I'm gonna be happy when Craig Anderson retires. At least he doesn't have to see that shot anymore. Like, it's <laughs> like you
1: know where he, like you know he'll go high glove, and he's just like too slow. Yeah,
0: literally. <laughs> okay, no, I was joking about the spotlight for the bad teams, but yeah, we'll just go to the Western Conference now.
1: Okay. Western Conference. Let's start with the Central Division. So, for me, my prediction: is I have Colorado winning the division. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of changes this off season. I know they don't have Rantanen signed right now, but I think I think it'll get done before the season. Because if it's not if he's not signed, then this could be this will be different. But uh, this is assuming that he signs. Yep. So they added Kadri in the off season which is big for them because they needed a second line center desperately. They have the best young blue line in the league by far in terms of like under like 25, literally. They have like three or four guys, like 22 or 20 that are amazing. Mm -hmm. Philip Grubauer looks like he's a starting goalie for that team. So I have Colorado winning the division. Then I got the Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues finishing second. I don't know if they'll repeat as champions. I don't think that'll happen. But they have basically basically brought everyone back from last year except for Pat Maroon. Yep. Um, so if they just if especially if Schwartz has like a bounce back year, then he'll basically yeah. replace his production like instantly. All of last year Schwartz struggled. Yeah. And then I have Dallas in third because they added Pavelski, uh, oh, touchdown KC, Kansas City. Sorry. KC and <laughs> Both of these guys yeah. said it. Mahomes, May so good. Okay, so yeah, Dallas. So they added Pavelski, Corey Perry who broke his foot unfortunately for that guy
0: yeah so that's why they're gonna make the playoff
1: yeah and then they have i think they signed uh Sakara as well to one year yeah and then bishop had a great year last year in limited games so if he can Mm. like play like that for like probably 50 plus games i could easily see them coming second in the division if anything but i have them in third Like what are the bets for the central division
2: the odds, you mean you guys always say the yes, best? Yes, the odds. odds. Dude, I don't know. The are not at all, man. I don't no, know. We're yeah. not, right. no, we're not. <laughs> okay, Probably. that's why we call the flag best bet. Sorry, so you had Colorado winning the division, you said.
1: Yeah,
2: Colorado is paying 250 to one to win that division. Then you had St. Louis, they're paying 425 to one um, to win the division. And then you had Nashville as your third team,
0: right?
1: No,
2: yeah, uh, no, I mean, no Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, sorry, Dallas. Uh, Dallas is paying four to one. So, I would go. I think Colorado is going to win that division. I'd go with them. Um But honestly, even the Blues winning that division wouldn't be a crazy bet either. Like, there's good value plus four twenty five odds yeah, to they win. Could. Like that's yep. that's yeah. good value for like a, a good future bet. Um, I want to talk about Colorado though for a sec. They are paying. 5-1 to, to win the, the Western Conference. That is not a not, not a stupid bet at all, in my opinion. I would consider that one. Yeah, man, uh, Thomas, do you want to – actually, I guess I'll announce who – Yeah, think. go – yeah,
0: you're we saying your stuff.
2: So, first, I already said Colorado is going to win that division, I think, unless Rennon doesn't end up uh, coming back, but I think he will. Um, and then I'm going to go with Nashville, number two. And then I'm going to go St. Louis, number three. Uh, I don't think Dallas is good enough. I know you're high on Dallas, Joe, but I I don't think they're good enough to – they'll make a wild card spot for sure, but I don't think they're going to finish top three in that division.
0: Harry Thomas? Yeah, exactly like Joe's. Colorado, St. Louis, Dallas. Um, Just the one thing for Colorado, man, who the hell is playing backup goalie? You know what his name is? Pavel Mm. Fransuz. Oh my god. You know god. who that is? I don't know. So that's no, the don't. one question mark they have. Gets
1: on off the waiver wire, man. I said
0: Louis Deming, man. Like that's a good pickup for the Colorado Avalanche if they're to get one. Uh, that's
1: a good Yeah, I didn't know they didn't is. have anyone in backup. So that, that's the
0: only question mark that would um hold Colorado back from that first place spot. Un- unless um and Ranton as well. He's not signed. So
2: even if, Grubauer as a number one is kind of iffy. It's kinda it's kinda iffy, But right? like, I think but, their team's good enough up front
1: and like I think he's good difference. enough to be a starting goalie yeah like, at least. he doesn't have to be amazing mm-hmm. no yeah or yeah.
2: maybe he'll um come out of nowhere and win a Vezna oh, freaking, like Robin Leonard did Holy. yeah maybe hopefully um, um, Vesna candidate season
0: yeah I like the way season. Colorado looks and I also like the way the St. Louis Blues kind of kept their team in form so uh another question right there Bennington but and then Dallas has arguably one of the best goalie tandems in the league. Bishop and Kudobin. Kudobin's an excellent backup goalie, so hopefully they can secure that third
1: spot in their division. Alright, let's switch over to the Pacific division. So I have Vegas finishing first because they'll have fine they'll have everyone playing a full season, all those guys they had, like Patri, Stasny, who got hurt like the first game, who missed like three months. Mm-hmm. So they'll have him patch ready and then mark stone who they got at the trade deadline who's lo- who they locked up immediately after trading for him so they'll have that all that on one line which is deadly yeah. as hell yeah and then you have like carlson marcher so, and alex tuck and riley smith the only question mark i have with vegas is their defense yeah it's not that it's not that good but they they've been managing the past two years and then you have mark andre fleur who's a great goaltender still kind of revived his career honestly in vegas He's still an elite goalie, so I think they'll finish first because they have a great offense, decent, de- okay defense, and a great goalie. Then I have the San Jose Sharks in second, they just re signed Jumbo Joe again to another one year deal, hmm. so he's coming back to solidify the third line center role. I think I don't do they did they name a captain? Was it Couture? Yeah, Couture, yeah, Couture, yeah. So Couture is the new captain of the Sharks, he was, he's been there for a long time as well. They obviously re signed Carlson to that monster mm-hmm. uh, eight year, 11.5 million extension. So I think I have them in second. I think Martin Jones is going to have a better year than last year. A better the regular season. <laughs> yeah. I think he will. I think he'll bounce back. Then I got the Flames in at third. Again, this is if Matthew Kachuk signs. If Matthew Kachuk doesn't sign with his team, they're not in the third spot at all. Kachuk brings so much to that team. He almost had 80 points last year, so yes, I think know. he's a very good player. Yes, we all know some lad is still <laughs> tweeting every day because he's not signed. Oh my
2: god, I called him out again yesterday. Every single day.
1: But Okay, he's still not signed. This is assuming if he signs, I have the Flames in third. The only question mark with the Flames is their goaltending. Again, like a lot of these teams, their goaltending is a I know, a it's mark. weird.
0: <laughs>
1: Holy, look at this run. Oh, okay. now we're I just thought he was going go away. There's right. a flag. Okay. Lives so, updates. yeah, I don't know if David Riddich will solidify the starter role. They signed Cam Talba as a backup. I don't know. Again, a lot of these teams have question marks in goal, and they just keep loading up on forwards. You can't win if you don't have theme. a hot goalie. Yeah, I don't understand it. But anyways, I have the Flames in third. Um, well, again,
2: Joe, odd. this is another division where Vegas agrees with you. They have Vegas as the favorite to win that division at minus 105 odds. They're the heaviest favorite. Mm-hmm. Out of all the division winners. Um, then San bigger Jose. Than Tampa? Yeah, Tampa was only plus 110, remember?
0: Why is mm. that?
2: Mm. Because. Um, it's, cause f- it's because the
1: Atlantic's
2: because the. Yeah, exactly. Like okay. the Bruins and the Leafs and Tampa, like they're all pretty. It makes sense. Pretty uh, skilled, right? Like there's a bigger gap between Vegas Golden Knights and San Jose and Calgary. And there yeah. is between Tampa, uh, the Leafs and Boston. That's why. You can say that, yeah, yeah. Anyways, then San Jose is uh, plus 425 odds to win that division, and then Calgary is plus 450 to win that division. I actually like Calgary to win that division at plus 450. Not a bad bet. You never know. I think Vegas will win it. They're my number one to win it, but if you're looking for a value bet, Flames to win that division, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. so I have Vegas winning that division, and then I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have the Flames at number two. Just because, especially if they sign Matthew Kachuk, I think now that the Flames, they are still a younger team, but they are they gained a lot more experience, especially after last season. Um, I think they're going to finish in the second spot in the Pacific, and then I think the Sharks will finish number three. What do you think, Very Thomas? What, what do you got?
0: Yeah, I think we all have the same three teams, though, so I'm going Vegas as well, San Jose and Calgary, just like Joe. And again, a continuous theme in the National Hockey League. Teams do not have that goalie you can trust fantasy, standing-wise, or picking, like, I don't know. They just, it's a continuous theme in the league where these teams do not have a solidified goalie, number one goalie. And it's kind of scary. I mean, the only one in this division is, like, Jones and Flurry. But Jones, you don't know if he's going to bounce back or be Martin Jones last year with that horrible save percentage. So, I think that more or less it's going to go Vegas, San Jose, Calgary. Vegas needs to. They don't need to win the division, but they have the tools and the best offense in in that division up front to win that division. So I think that's a no-brainer for me in the number one spot.
2: Vegas is also favored to win the Western Conference at plus 375.
0: Yeah, I think they could do it.
2: They probably will. I wouldn't be surprised. Mark Stone's yeah. going to
0: have an unbelievable full season with them. Yeah. So.
1: Like that another is gonna be amazing.
2: <laughs> another val like a, a good value bet to win the Western Conference is I already said the Flames to win the Pacific, but the Flames to win the Western Conference at nine to one, paying nine to one, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think Vegas will probably come out on top in the West, but if you're looking to make some money, it's always possible that the Flames could come through and win that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Especially if, like, Riddick could, like, solidify that role. Then they'll be, like, good to go.
2: Let's talk wildcard now.
1: All right. So wildcard. I got Nashville in the one spot, firmly in the one spot. They could easily come top three in the division, in the central division. But I don't know. They're just something. They lost Subban this year, which hurts their defense. They still have, like, Yossi, Ellis, and Akoma as their top three, which is very good. (laughs) They added Duchenne, which is very good. But I don't know. They just they, ever since he went to that cup final, they've kind of been underachieving for me. Like Rene is getting older. Soros, if they had the split starts, I'm not sure how good he would do it if him and Rene had to split starts. Because Rene is turning 37 soon. Uh-huh. So I would have Nashville in the wildcard. But again, they could easily come like second, even first in the central division if they have if they're really hot. Just some guys on that team kind of underachieve. Like Johansson, the guy does not score goals, and he's their number I, one center. I know, center. man. They, it's it's honestly embarrassing. They pay him like eight million to score fifteen goals, and like I okay, like him, but man, he doesn't get, score. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't score at all, and he's I know he's supposed to be a centers are mostly pass first, but like fifteen goals for your first line center is not good. Yep. So he sure. either has to wake up or turn it around. They added Duchesne for insurance on that because he's Duchenne could score some goals. I don't know. I think the, their defense got weaker by losing Subban, but their offense got better, and their goaltending's kind of been the same. So, again, they could finish second or third in the central. Then my second pick, surprisingly, maybe, I got the Vancouver Canucks. They added a ton this offseason. They just re-signed Besser. They got Tyler Myers. Not a great contract, but again, he improves their decor. They signed Michael Furlan on forward. They signed... Who else was they saying?
0: Well, they traded for JT Miller. Yeah, traded for JT Miller. Michael Ferlin, too.
1: Yeah, I they, don't know if you mentioned they that. They traded for, for uh, JT Miller at the draft. He helps their offense a lot. Pedersen's coming back. He's going to be better, put mm-hmm. on some more muscle. They got Quinn Hughes playing a full season this year. He only played, I think, five or six mm-hmm. games last year. Yeah, five games. Markstrom's a solid goalie. He's not amazing. He's not bad. But then they have Thatcher Demko, I think, he might be backing up. I'm not. Hundred percent sure, but he's got to be starting goalie sooner or later. Yeah, been hyped up for years now, <laughs> so I think Vancouver with that young offense that they have, they added some good defenders on the back end, and then their goalies are solid. I think they might be able to squeeze into the second wild card spot.
2: Not bad predictions at all. Um, I had Nashville finishing in the top three in the Central, mm-hmm. so. I actually have Dallas as my first wild card seed, um, and then I have my second one. Honestly, I think it's going to be close. Uh, I honestly, I kind of like your prediction with Vancouver, Joe, because I think Vancouver, honestly, looking at their roster, like they they honestly have they have a pretty solid team. Like they have Besser, Pedersen, Ferland. Most likely, that'll be their first line. Bo Horvat, J.T. Miller. On the back and they have Edler Myers, um, Quinn Hughes, and then the net. I mean, they have Jacob Markstrom but and Thatcher Demko, like you mentioned. I think, honestly, I think I'm going to go with them as my number two as well because I honestly, I like the way that their roster looks on paper.
1: Hey, Thomas? Uh,
0: I think I'm going to go one of these. Out of these three teams, obviously two have to make it. But I'm gonna name three teams. I think Nashville, Winnipeg, and Vancouver will all be in the mix. Uh, Winnipeg, <laughs> eventually, eventually, Connor and Line are gonna sign. So whether that puts them in the third spot in the division if they get signed in the recent coming days or halfway through the year, whether that happens or not, I think Winnipeg is still gonna fight for that w- uh, wild card spot.
2: See the not thing necessarily about they
0: make it, but.
2: The thing about Winnipeg though is if Bufflin comes back, I really think they're only gonna sign one of Kyle Connor or Patrick Line. I don't think they could get both. I don't think they have enough cap to do so. Um, so that's why I don't think they'll make a wild card spot at all. I don't think they'll make playoffs.
0: I think that's my I, opinion. The only reason why I could I would say they can make the playoffs is because they have Wheeler and Shifley. I think. And, and then they had Ealers last year who had a terrible year. I, he's bound to bounce back. Uh, but again, True. like last week, we said Hellebuck is kind of, I don't know, he's kind of been like shaky the past few seasons, and we don't know what he's going to do behind that weak defensive core in Winnipeg. So, But I still think they can fight it. They have and Wheeler up front, so that's two guys that are pretty elite in this league. Uh, with Vancouver, they added a lot of players, I think. Even if they don't make it, they ha- I talked with Swaggy Canuck, I'm doing an interview for him episodes coming out tomorrow but what we were talking about is if vancouver doesn't make it it's not a loss of a season at least they were fighting for that wild card spot i mean they're they're not going to be last and then they're they missed another
1: chiefs touchdown by the oh, way
0: another live, live update from joe So yeah it is now 20 to oh. 6
1: i have money on chiefs. baltimore yes chiefs okay, three well, touchdowns this quarter i, for I remember
0: before the recording someone said uh, oh i think baltimore's gonna beat them
1: who said the I did. <laughs> like I, said, I
2: have money. They were one of my favorite underdogs this week. You can't, keep coming you can't doubt
0: out. the Chiefs, bro. You can't I underdogs. know. Moneyline
2: wise, especially the spread though. Like Baltimore had the upper hand of six points on the
0: spread.
1: You would think the Chiefs um, would suffer. They have so many injuries to their like playmakers.
0: Yeah, Tyreek Hill. But yeah, but they're like still Sammy pretty good. Damie McCoy. Williams. And the guy
2: Anyways, let's cool. let's get back on top.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> but have. I'm just saying, like, even if Vancouver were to like like miss the playoffs, it's not a loss of the season. You upgraded your team. You're fighting for a spot. At least you're not last in the conference. Like they were kind of last year, but at least they're gonna be fighting for a spot. And you know, I think a lot of Vancouver Canucks fans are excited to see what this team can do. And the other team, Nashville, they added Duchesne to help. Really help out Johansson because Johansson has not been good as their number one center. I would believe. I do like him as a player, but he just ha- he just can't score goals. I just he just can't generate that offense talent that they need. And I think Duchesne will be that uh, answer for them. So uh, one of Nashville, Winnipeg, and the Vancouver Canucks will uh, fight for that those two wild card spots.
1: Okay, I want to shed some light on some of the bottom feeders of the Western <laughs> Conference. Yeah, I do including too. the good old. The whole good old ski sloping LA Kings. They're gonna be embarrassing like last year. I don't think they're gonna get any better. They got then there's Anaheim, another West Coast team. They did not get better, they got worse, old, and they don't have many good prospects. Um, then you got the Edmonton Oilers who have one two players on that team. That's enough, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two two players that could play and everyone else is a scrub. And um, yeah, those are my three teams I just wanted to rip on
0: there. <laughs> Just three teams you want to bash there? Yeah. Do so, you have any teams you want to bash?
2: Uh, basically the same as Joe. <laughs> I think I hate the Ducks. I hate how their lineup looks. Um, There's
1: old. like. Old. Yeah. They have Kessler and Patrick Eves. We're not playing. Eves is missing the Gets second lab. straight season in a row. You just hate Ryan Getzlaff, don't you? I don't know.
2: There's just, I think it was one year in fantasy hockey. I had him on my team and I I took him like probably like mid, like in the um, midpoint in the draft and he was a bust that year. And I think that's the reason why I'm not of him. Well, honestly though, like, yeah, like fantasy has a lot to do with my my likes and dislikes and players. Anyways, (laughs) I hate how the Ducks lineup looks um and net they have john gibson and ryan miller like that's a good goalie tandem but yeah, up front, bad, yeah. like i literally i i just hate their lineup i don't know and then you have the la kings like i mean anze hope my, my Slovenian your boy, boy like he's there but he's really he's kind of like their team basically it feels like, like andrew down of offense yeah on the point yeah like they're another team that they do like They have Kopitar, Brown, Toffoli, and and Jeff Carter, but they're all, like, they peaked. They're they're at the bottom of the hill now in their careers, I think.
0: Uh, For me, I guess the spotlight kind of falls on Arizona. They were four points out of the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they're going to be horrible. They're not going to be horrible this year. They're going to fight for that wild card spot, but it just depends on if Phil Kessel can generate that offense like he did with the Maple Leafs a long time ago. I would say he was one of the only players on this team and he's kind of in a similar situation. He was in the Leafs. Bozak was the number one number one center, and didn't now he's have gonna be a number one. Yeah, exactly. They didn't really have a number one center, and now he's going to Arizona, where they don't really have another a number one center as well. With Derek Stepon in the middle, another right handed shot, uh, playing the number one center role. It's kind of a situation that Phil Kessel's already been in, and I think he could rise to the occasion when needed. Uh, he's a good power play guy. The Arizona Coyotes need a power play guy I like that to shoot the puck and pass the puck like he does. And Equin Larson's bound for another bounce back year. Uh, they'll get a full season, hopefully from Ranta and Kemper as their one-two punch and net. So the Arizona Coyotes really could take that step this year. But again, it just, barring on if Keller can produce the offense, he can. Because he signed a long-term deal. He signed to be, a, to not be an RFA next year. And with Kessel, again, he's been in that situation before. I think it would be cool as a cucumber there. So... Uh, Arizona Codies deserve some spotlight there to fight for that wild card spot, but I don't know if they make it, but we'll see. And the I other teams, I mean Minnesota. We've talked about Minnesota before. They're just in that Minnesota middle.
1: Minnesota's in where... no man's land right now. Not, they have so many old players that are locked down to so many long term deals. And their young guys are not even that good.
2: Yeah. The thing about Minnesota though is like some of those guys have been playing with each other for like a while. And I think they gel well. Like I think their their team chemistry is like pretty good. Brian like Suter but... has been there forever. Eric Stahl's been there for a number of years now. Uh, Jason Zucker's been there for a while. Even Parisa, he's been there forever too, feels like. Um they're, like, they're, I think yeah. I think they're not gonna finish at the bottom of the pack. I think they'll no. like I think they'll miss the playoffs. But I, I don't think they'll be like
0: But not by a landslide.
2: Yeah, they won't be like last place or anything like that, I don't think.
0: And then I guess we'll kind of finish up this conference. Chicago's kind of a no man's land as well. They got Kane, which is the most one of the most uh, the best off- offensive players in the league still today, on a kind of a shaky Chicago Blackhawks roster. Uh, he's kind of built some chemistry with his uh, line mate Alex Nylander and Jonathan Taves in the preseason, but again, it's preseason hockey, and usually these players can kind of rise to the occasion to make the team. Once the season starts, they kind of hit a low, like uh, good old Ty Ratty last year playing with McDavid. Absolutely tore <laughs> up the preseason. And uh, got cut from the Edmonton Oilers, so Chicago's kind of that team. They added Robin Leonard, they have Corey Crawford, they're kind of that team as well, kind of like Minnesota where they're kind of old and you don't know what direction they're going to go in, but hopefully they can generate some points this year. They almost made the playoffs last year, which is kind of embarrassing on the Western Conference. At the the end of the day, uh, Chicago's kind of in that mid-pack range.
2: I wouldn't say Chicago is an older team. Like, they do have older players, obviously, like like Duncan Keith, Seabrook, uh, even Corey Crawford. But, like, up front, they have Dylan Strome, Debrinket, Brandon Sad, um, even Andrew Shaw. I think he's still pretty young, too. Like, they're not a super old team. Like, they're not like retirement homeworld. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean.
2: And they have Jonathan Taves, too. Like, I, I think they have potential but I don't think they'll they will just definitely I don't know don't yeah exactly yeah.
0: Playoffs, so. that's pretty much it for the predictions and the standings. Uh, <laughs> don't know what's coming next week. We're hopefully getting Matthew Zader back on just to kind of preview the season for the Canucks and the NHL season in a whole. Uh, but we will find a date for that to do because we're kind of all busy with school and co-op and Flagger just loves going to drink and weddings and stuff so
1: <laughs> yeah Hoko...
2: Yeah, yeah. Hoco's next week.
0: Or fantasy drafts next week. Like, probably one of the most serious fantasy hockey leagues you could ever play.
1: <laughs>
2: follow the Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, buddy.
0: Yeah, follow the
1: Instagram nineteen <laughs> twenty.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, most serious, more, most serious fantasy league ever you could play. So yeah,
1: they even got their own like montages of pumping up the players in the league. Man, they got
0: it.
2: We even got customized logos. Yeah, literally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, any last
0: words for you, boys?
2: Last words. Um, check out all our NFL content because me, Danny Boy, and Jordan have been crushing our predictions for the primetime. Um, uh, like, like We've been r- doing write-ups, basically, for uh, primetime NFL games. Uh, usually we do the Sunday night primetime game. And basically, I cover DFS, NFL DFS. For the primetime slate. And then Danny provides um, his best bets. And I'm pretty sure he's perfect right now. He's like 5 0 0 on his uh, his plays for the primetime Sunday night games. So definitely check that out. That'll be up later today.
1: Okay, Thomas, we have to do, I have to mention one thing. Your boy, Andy Dalton, yeah. is currently almost the end of the second quarter, is 3 yep. for 7 for 7 yards.
0: Oh, you don't think I know that, right? You don't think he I know that? It is
1: so shit.
0: They are tanking for whatever that friggin' tubalala whatever that oh, yeah. Hawaiian Tartuga. guy. What's
2: the score of that game right now?
1: It's 11-nothing Bills. The Bills are about to be 3 and 0.
2: Dude, the Bills are going to make the playoffs this year.
1: They're 3, they're about to be 3 and 0. Andy Dalton, I could throw more yards right now.
0: Andy Dalton is the best quarterback in the league. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Most trash freaking redhead in the league, I swear to God. They need to really move on from him. She don't Anyways, Andy that, Dalton. <laughs> was that your last words? Because, I mean... Yeah, that okay. was my last words. Andy Dalton was, is
1: just terrible. Just tripping my quarterback? Okay. Yeah.
0: And Gallagher, your boy uh, Gallagher's quarterback, too. I don't know, I don't know why, why... Yeah, I don't know why either. <laughs> I don't know why either for me, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess more content's coming out on the breakdown sports. Uh, lots of more hockey content once the season yeah. well
1: oh, actually, uh, there's actually one thing I wanted to mention. So me and a couple of the MLB writers are doing like some parody articles about wild card wishfuls and World Series wishfuls. So check that out. I just did one on the Dodgers. I did one on the Mets already that's published. I just wrote one for the Dodgers. It's not published yet, but check it out. They're pretty funny and it's kind of just going over if they're gonna make the wild card or not. and if they're Like for me, the Dodgers, if they're going to make another World Series appearance. So check that out.
2: Yeah, I have to say, actually, the Mets article I read, that was was pretty good. Uh,
1: To our 17 viewers from last
0: episode, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Episode 31 of N10 with TV Flags and Joe. We'll talk to you guys next week.